0: Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Anthony Davies, the Chief Revenue Officer for Forest Solutions, an on-site outsourcing, flexible staffing, and alternative legal services provider. Hi, Anthony, how are you?
1: I'm very good, thanks. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Tell us about your background and your role at Forest Solutions.
1: I'm the Chief Revenue Officer. That basically means I'm responsible for all of our sales, marketing, and strategy. I've spent probably 20-plus years working with law firms and banks, half of that in on-site outsourcing and people-based solutions, and then 12 years leading Different commercial organisations within LexisNexis. LexisNexis relocated me to New York in 2015, and I've spent the last seven years here. I joined Forest Solutions a little under two years ago, and really, uh, for me, it was a uh, the timing was because Forest Solutions is an on-site outsourcing organisation, but it also has an in-house staffing division. So sort of mid-pandemic, we could see huge opportunity for the way outsourcing or on-site outsourcing was going to be needed to help organizations. We work with law firms, advisory firms and banks, but organizations of all shapes and sizes to get back into the office and redesign the office and how the whole workplace experience would would interact. So I was very excited to join Forest and explore that. And it's been really interesting 18 months. And really the phrases that I use a lot today are this workplace experience and, and
0: hospitality. How has the move to a hybrid work model impacted attorney retention, recruitment, and collaboration?
1: I would say we're still extremely early in that cycle. The great resignation that's being referred to is more than just about how much money people are being paid, but it's about how people are being treated and the organization's approach to the whole hybrid, probably the best way for me to come at this is to to talk about what adjacent industries, if you like, are doing. So we work with six investment banks, five of the global advisory clients, and two of the top six tax and accounting firms. It's interesting. They're all deep into implementing their new workplace experience. To be ready for a hybrid operation. And it varies massively. We're seeing on the financial side, our banking clients are heavily mandating return to office. They started gently with flexibility and very quickly moved to a mandated return to office. Most of them now are back four days a week plus. And then on the advisory side, so consulting and tax and accounting, they're pretty much implementing a fully flexible approach. I see law firms sat right in the middle of that thinking, how do we get all of that, the benefit of being in person without mandating it? So they're looking at what, taking the best from the advisory and, and consulting type organizations who've made it voluntary, taking the best from those environments and the best from the banking side and trying to combine the two to create an environment where people want to come back to work and they can gently mandate the number of days and the collaboration. But I do see many of our law firm clients and many prospective clients really asking the question now, how do we do this? What are we going to do differently? How do we manage our space differently? How do we create a more hospitality-focused environment? because we want to get people to the office more often. We want to nurture that collaboration. But also, probably the words that I hear more often than not, even more than collaboration, is is about culture and loyalty.
0: What is the rise of hospitality? And can you share some specific examples?
1: Probably best to start with the definition of hospitality. When people hear hospitality, they think of Food and beverage, <laughs> free drinks, free coffees, bagels on a Wednesday. And, and that's part of it. But actually, the dictionary definition of, of hospitality is, is the friendly and generous reception and entertainment of guests, visitors, or strangers. And really, it's about housing and entertaining visitors. So when we talk about the rise of hospitality, we're talking about the injection of hospitality into all of the on site, Services that keep a law firm running. Everything from workplace experience, which we define as the the meet and greet, the transition, and then the the day to day, the meeting room management and everything else, all the way through to events and and hospitality. And that's a combination of redesign of the, the facilities, a layer of technology to help the facilities run more effectively, and then that layer of hospitality the high-touch hospitality that that makes it work so well. You asked for some examples. Well, probably the best two examples would, to begin with would be from advisory and banking clients who are uh, one particular banking client who is is deep into a project. And the scope of the project was to, for the bidders, we bid for this contract and we won it. But the, the scope of the contract was to turn... The office into a five-star hotel. And they started that process by hiring a whole team from five-star hotels to run their global hospitality team. We're talking about a bank here. So they wanted everything from amenities, elevated amenities. They wanted more people who had a hotel and hospitality background. They wanted what they called an office concierge service. They also implement all sorts of spa like amenities, luxury meal services, not just bagels on a Wednesday, but every meal, every day of the week, barista type coffee services, and then a real influx of of new furniture and different types of furniture. And the whole feel of the office has been softened to create more of a workplace experience. So that's kind of an example of how one of our banking clients has, has done it. And this particular banking client has mandated four days a week in the office. And then on the advisory side, there's still a real focus on the hospitality, but that goes along with creating lots more flexible spaces. So the advisory client has allowed all of the workers to go what they call flexible, lots of small print in the flexibility, by the way. But assuming that, and what they've also done is taken away desks from everybody, every single desk, and every single office, partner office, director office, and associate offices, uh, associate desks are all reservable. So the hospitality that's needed in that environment is the hospitality to greet people, to help them find their reserved space, to help them with their maybe an unfamiliar in, environment. What we're seeing in that organization actually is people working in you know, New York for a few weeks and then moving and working in the Chicago office, for instance. And there's a whole, there's a real consistency about the furniture, the, the technology and the hospitality that goes with it. So in the advisory type clients, there's been a lot of office redesigns, a lot of technology added to reserve space in advance. And then um, they've also implemented a lot of wellness and yoga and sleep pods and elevated food and beverages. They've also implemented a 24/7 opening, which is not designed for you to work more, it's designed for you to see the office as more flexible space. It's more use the real estate more effectively. There's a lot of non-work things there gyms, yoga, wellness- type things that you can use at the weekends, and it's just a better use of, of the real estate. And I'll get to some examples with law firms. It's fair to say law firms are still testing the water on what to do, but the one consistent through all of this is if you're going to move down the route of either mandating people back or or creating a, a flexible working environment, you have to think about how you support the people that come back. So we're talking to five or six very big firms right now about the whole workplace experience piece that goes along with implementing hoteling and flexible desking. I would say there's not many firms that have implemented like we're never going back to the office, but many are talking about asking for volunteers and they're getting volunteers that give up your desk. In return, you work in the flexible space and then we'll manage that flexible space more effectively. The main challenge that I see with the flexibility in law firms without implementing hoteling and flexible desking is the challenge of managing emptiness. If you allow everybody to work from home three days a week, then the office is never more than half full. And the whole concept of creating collaboration and building culture goes out the window. Three examples there, but hopefully that gives you some feel of how hospitality pulls it all
0: together. How do you see expectations of working in a law firm specifically changing once legal professionals return to the office more consistently.
1: The expectations from they vary by demographic as well. Most of the expectations are going to be around flexible environment. We did a survey a few months back now, but 90% of law firms expect to be in some kind of hybrid environment. And Cushman and Wakefield did a survey back in late 2020. And even back then, 75% of firms expect to be utilizing some type of hotelling. And the reason you go to hotelling is to create that flexibility. And the reason you create that flexibility is to support this work hybrid environment that people have proven, lawyers and every other industry has proven it can work. But I I do think the expectation is going to be that the office plays a role. And the office, the building, the real estate plays a role in connecting people, creating culture, reminding everybody who they work for, which is the loyalty piece, creating an environment where people can collaborate, they can learn, they can thrive, they can progress through the ranks. The answer is the expectation is an organization that is forward thinking about the way they are going to manage that and implement that is going to be more attractive for a a young lawyer looking for the right place to be working.
0: Do you see this as a permanent shift, or will law firms eventually return to their prior operations?
1: The fear of missing out, the career FOMO, is going to gradually drive people over time back to the office. But I can't predict to what extent. But what I will say is, it has to be a combination of carrot and stick. It's not carrot or stick. It has to be create the environment that people want to be at, that people want to go to. They want to, they get what they need for the day. The space is, is you compete when you, when people come to the office, they're competing with what they had at home. So make the space similar to what they had or better than what they have at home, the experience better than what they have at home. I am sure that over time, there will be a creeping back to some kind of middle ground. In the short term and medium term, there's a real opportunity for law firms and organizations that make that experience better in terms of attracting and retaining talent and improving outcomes. Having that, the great resignation, the biggest challenge that we've seen as a staffing organization that that help law firms find attorneys, it's highly, highly disruptive. And it's a brain drain with lots of people leaving. So creating that environment where people want to be helps to improve that loyalty and helps to really to maintain the quality of the organization.
0: This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Anthony Davies, the Chief Revenue Officer for Forest Solutions, an on-site outsourcing, flexible staffing, and alternative legal services provider. Anthony, thanks so very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.